Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we welcome you in on a Thursday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, Jared Smith, sitting in for his second day, doing a great job. We appreciate his preparedness, his professionalism. It's new. Uh, welcome. <laughs> now, a couple of things. One, we're going to get to. The injury of Otani last night, what it means moving forward. But we should talk about the Arizona Cardinals who are waving the white flag. So earlier today, and one of the teams that we want to focus on before I say hi officially to the boys is the Giants today. I'm higher on the Giants than most, so we'll get into it. And they just traded Wink Martindale is going to be throwing a party tonight. They just traded for, you want to call him a linebacker, you want to call him a safety, Isaiah Simmons, the stud out of Clemson, who went to the worst organization possible coming out of college in Arizona. And Jared was just telling me they traded another player. You look at Arizona in the market right now, they're four and a half, a little juice, a dollar twenty to the under over at DraftKings. But that is a that is a team, boys, as I say hi officially. That is a team that is waving Jared the white flag. Mm. Yeah, Josh Jones. Jones, the tackle started 11 games last year, gets shipped to Houston. I, I do think that's not the best of news for Titus Howard, who I think has a hand or wrist injury in some capacity. That's the other tackle on the opposite of Laramie Tunsil there in Houston. That's going to be keeping CJ Stroud upright this year. So that's the other end of that deal is, is Houston obviously might need a little bit of tackle depth, but on, on the caboose end of this coin, I mean, Arizona, it's, it's truly remarkable. And, I don't know what Kyler Murray must be thinking right now because if I'm Kyler Murray and I'm rehabbing from an injury that I don't want to say is a serious injury for a quarterback, but it, it's it's important that he comes back healthy. But we've seen quarterbacks come back from that injury before and and and, and play pretty well. Um, but I would take my time because I just don't see a whole lot of upside with him rushing back and 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 getting back into a situation that's obviously very poor and it's pretty obvious to pretty much anyone who has eyeballs that follows the NFL, that the Cardinals are trying to get one of these quarterbacks at the top of the draft next year. And they're pretty hell bent on making sure their rosters bare bones so they can have the worst record in the league. Akin to what we saw with a new coach, new general manager, new regime in 2022 with the bears, rip it down. 
get some space heading into next year. You mentioned the word caboose. That brings in the big guy, Dustin <laughs> Sweetelson. What's cracking? Oh, but I know. Just tell me something. Don't, before you get into a cool, a cool uh, sports take, because that's what how you like to impress people, you identify being a sports guy. <laughs> tell me something. Give me, uplift my mood. So, oh, this is not going to uplift you, but I realized this morning I am really getting old. A few things happened. One, I've started making involuntary grunts and growls throughout the day based on like how my body feels like, like legit. Like I caught myself walking through the corridors of the South point and I was like, mm, do you talk to yourself? Like, are you, I, I talk to myself all day long. Talk. Usually it's sing. my dog that bears the brunt of it. But, and then second, I've started to, I forgot my sunglasses today on the way to work. I convinced myself on the drive in that, you know what? Transition lenses just kind of make sense. Like, <laughs> you ever thought just, about contacts? They're efficient. Like, transition lenses, they would just make my life a little bit easier. <laughs> okay. Now, I guess I should quickly transition into oh. a sports take because that was wild. Uh, let's talk. What Before we get to the Giants, just quickly, Isaiah Simmons, I know you and your friends were in the group text earlier today, fired up about the Giants adding the linebacker. Yeah. I mean, I was low on the Giants up until mm. this morning, and it's very odd that a trade for uh, a failed hybrid safety linebacker in the NFL would get me fired up. But I got to tell you, we're, we're all down on the – everyone's saying, you know, the Giants, they they came out of nowhere last year. They had an easy schedule. A lot of luck went that their way. They're going to regress this year. And I think that statement would make sense if they were running it back. But this is a totally different look Giants team, especially on the offensive side of the football. There were no vertical threats a year ago. There was no one to stretch the field. We're going to break down the tank. Hold on. We're going to break down the tank. Can you just pump the brakes a little? I got Isaiah a lot to Simmons. get to over the next seven minutes, and you're about to go telestrator on me on the Giants. What's up? Well, you asked me about the. I had something canned for the Cardinals, and then you said the Giants, and I was like, no, well, no, no. I got a pivot. I asked you specifically, Isaiah Simmons, are you excited? <laughs> I'm excited. And you started I, breaking down the offense. I'm excited because I wanted the Giants to draft him. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted him to be drafted by the Giants. Now I'm getting him for next to nothing. That's and I'm That's excited a fact, for actually. You. Next to nothing. Sitting there at the South Point, we've got a Jets fan, we've got a Giants <laughs> fan, and big guy, I'm with you. Seven and a half. They're plus one sixty. Yes, to make the postseason over at DraftKings. We're gonna get into it. You're gonna have. Plenty of time to stretch out uh, a couple of things. As we were leaving yesterday, Jonathan Taylor was granted permission uh, to seek a trade. I don't know if either of you have heard of teams that are inquiring. I did hear the Eagles are very interested. Anytime Roseman's down with something, it gets interesting because that is a very clever organization. Uh, anything else on Taylor quickly, mm. boys? I That smells like a bit of a PR dump. For example, I don't think Jonathan Taylor's agent is calling teams asking to be traded. I think what, at least the way that I perceive the situation, I'm assuming that the Colts gave Jonathan Taylor's agent a list of the teams that they're talking to. And then the agent is going and talking to those teams about the contract renegotiation. I would be very surprised if Jonathan Taylor is negotiating his own trade terms um, through his representation. So I, I, it feels like, we're going to get an outcome to this a lot sooner than anyone expected because this is clearly Dustin. picking up a lot of steam. Gainwell, Swift, Sermon, you and I have talked about we love the way they threw this backfield together in Philly. Are you here in Taylor to Philly? Uh, I think I read a couple of reports. I'll be completely honest. One of the people reporting it, I will not say their name. He tends to um, 
make a lot of stuff up on the internet and it gains a lot of traction and in in NBA and NFL circles most people who are connected tend to refute his reports immediately but he's really okay. good at getting people to talk about his reports he's it's called we call okay. that clickbait yeah. right yeah so i'm not i actually think he's going to end up staying in indy i don't think they're going to get an offer that overwhelms wow and, and i think indy may end up actually using the negotiations as a way to find out what the market thinks and get him a number that makes sense for him that he could have gotten from another team a happy ending i don't in Indy. I don't hate that. A happy ending. Yeah. Dustin, for that your sounds happy like ending? a happy ending to me right there. <laughs> <laughs> the big guy. Uh, as we were leaving yesterday and closing out the show, also Sam Darnold was officially named QB2 in the Bay, San Francisco. Trey Lance, former number three overall pick. You know what's fascinating about this? So Lance was the number three overall pick. Darnold, draft before two, was the number three overall pick. And they're behind number 262, Mr. Irrelevant, <laughs> Brock Purdy. Also, you understand what the Miami Dolphins flipped that trade. Remember, San Francisco traded with the Dolphins to move up to grab Trey Lance. They, they flipped that move into Hill, Waddle, and Chubb. When it was all said and done, those three players, by way of the assets they acquired with the trade, they got Hill, they got Waddle, and they got Chubb. That's not bad, right? Yeah, I, I think all parties involved. And and just going back, it's funny. I was looking at that 2020 draft with Isaiah Simmons. Remember, there was such a battle between him and Jeff Akuda to be the top, like, secondary kind of piece. Whoa. Both of those guys just completely. And it just it just goes to show you, and I, I think the Trey Lance situation is is another example of that. The assets that they give up, the talk before the draft. What do the Niners know about Trey Lance? Like, like, why is he being coveted in this way? Because a lot of conventional analysts said, well, he plays at North Dakota State, and we know nothing about him, and he barely has any experience. Why is he being valued like he's the Peyton Manning, you know, Andrew Luck of this draft? Teams trading up to get him. And it just shows how volatile the top of these drafts can be and, and just how thin of a line it is with the player development trying to scout these guys and how wrong you can be on one guy and then right on someone else. Brock Purdy probably should have been drafted a little bit higher than the seventh round. The last pick Trey Lance probably should have been drafted a little bit lower than being traded up for in the top five. Yep. hundred percent. Jerry Judy boys, as we just kind of open with a random grab bag and then we'll get into the giants. Jerry Judy was carted off the field today at Broncos practice. That's the issue. Those wide receivers, Every time we look at the depth chart of the Broncos, Dustin, we look at the wide receivers and we think whether it's Patrick or Judy or Sutton, we always think there's so much talent on the outside and there's always injuries. We don't have further diagnosis, but we do know that Judy carted off practice today. Not great. Yeah. Tim Patrick already lost for the year. Mm. I mean, this, this is actually great for Russell Wilson because <laughs> Because now he has a built-in excuse for why he fails to live up to the expectations <laughs> again. Now he can say, well, last year was Nathaniel Hackett, and this year all of my receivers got hurt. I can't win with some of these guys you have me throwing the ball to. Kendall Hilton's like my wide receiver three now. He's got Cortland Sutton. Mims looks good, and Judy will be back. It's a hamstring. But I, I agree. It's, it's not an ideal situation, especially for a new let's call it guru in town, Sean Payton. We'll see exactly what impact he has on this offense besides just running his mouth after practice. But I think it, it definitely isn't a, even though, you know, the big fella did spin it in a very positive way. I don't know how much I can, uh, you know, add to that spin based off of their arguably best offensive player now being uh, carted off with what seems to be a soft tissue injury. 
And finally, we're going to focus on football today, but finally, the Newsboys last night torn UCLA for Shohei Otani. This just does so much. So the season's blown for the Angels, but how about a guy? He's going to get shut down. 304 batting average, 44 home runs, 314 ERA, and 167 Ks. It's one of the great seasons. What are we, 126 games in, Jared? One of the great seasons we've ever seen. Wonder what happens with free agency. You know, the usage, he's going to be 30 years old. Sad to see last night as he was pulled. Yeah, and, you know, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but it's going to go down as one of the worst decisions perhaps in the history of sports business not to trade him at the deadline and, and to and to try to muster some kind of resistance to what has been a really uh, disappointing season. They also put Mike Trout on the ILS. I mean, it's just – but that, that seems to be another recurring theme. With the Otani thing, I, I do think – this will impact free agency because I, I would imagine a UCL, he's not going to pitch next year or most of Has next to. year. So it's going to change things a little bit in the offseason. And I forced Dustin Sweetelson to watch the Messi assist while I was on the phone with him today from the Open Cup yesterday. And you were impressed. Yes, big guy? It was pretty impressive, but I think it's like me playing against a bunch of nine-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take a deep breath because it's your time to shine. The Giants are next here on Sharp Money. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, college football, NFL, they're coming, but so is the NFL updated guide throughout the NFL preseason. The VSIN, by the way, we've got two preseason games tonight, which we'll discuss. But our VSIN experts are busy evaluating every team to give you the betting edge. Our updated NFL betting guide is due out later this month. 
and we're going to help you get ahead. So picks from every on-air host, team-specific preseason analysis, how to use the VEASAN betting splits and football contest strategies. Become a VEASAN pro today for as low as $19 and reserve your copy of the guide or take advantage of our football season special. So you get everything we offer, including the daily picks for $199 through the Super Bowl. It's easy to sign up. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Jared Smith sitting in. We appreciate him. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. Hope you're having a nice week. As I mentioned, got football tonight, got week zero coming up on Saturday. I just heard from Jared Smith. He is a Navy expert. So we're going <laughs> to grill him on Navy, the midshipman coming up in just a little bit. Uh, but we start with the Giants and big guy, this is your time to shine. So take a deep breath, get that heart rate ready. Because whether or not you want to call the Giants from last year and Dayball's first year, Jared, over their skis, there were some positive signs. They were nine, seven, and one. The statistical profile showed they weren't as good as their record would indicate. So regression obviously is expected. You see a nine win team knocked down to seven and a half as far as the season win total. Under is actually juiced to a dollar twenty. They won six games, decided by seven points or less. So maybe some luck there. Uh, a minus six as far as the point differential. They were 21st in football, football outsiders DVOA. So I'm just giving you reasons as to why people are expecting a bit of a regression. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I mm. think they've had a really good off season. I think Dayball gets comfortable in year two. We can talk about Daniel Jones who took a step forward. The assumption was that's it. That's kind of the ceiling, but I think that's naive. Um, a career best as far as completion percentage for the quarterback yards, pass rating interception percentage, which his interception percentage was the best in the NFL. So that's a lot of words. Why don't we start? This is going to be two segments, boys. So both of you are going to have plenty of time. You can interrupt me as well, but Jared, we'll start with you. And before you start breaking down specific positions, let's look back to last year and then apply it to this year. Let's go with the giants. Yeah. So the first thing I noticed in, how do we quantify what a coach means to a team? Well, wins and losses help, but there's a lot of nuance involved there. Specific offensive coaching and play calling and efficiency. That was the biggest year over year improvement that I noticed from the giants of two years prior pre Brian Dable to last year. So third down avoidance, which means to me first and second down efficiency, not having to worry about third downs. The Giants went from 31st to 6th in that category last year. That is an wow. incredible year-over-year improvement. And red zone conversion rate going from dead last, 32nd, to the year before Brian Dable, to 7th last year. So if you want to look at two categories that, to me, show the impact, quantifying an impact that a coach has getting your team in and out of the right things, Brian Dable and Mike Kafka, OC head coach, those two categories, to me, are just night and day. Now they won a lot of close games last year. Um, and that to me is a little bit worrisome. Eight, four and one and one score games. And four of their first five wins came in games that they trailed at halftime. That's a very hard rate to sustain because they also just went two and seven against teams that finished with a winning record. So I am very bullish on the giants because I believe in Brian Dable. And I think Daniel Jones now looks like he can operate an offense and they did make a lot of nice additions, but there are some things in the close game category and comeback category that tell you, okay, this is why I think the win total probably is where it is. Wonderful metrics. Love 
third down, loved the red zone efficiency wise. Kafka, he's brilliant. He's going to get a head coaching job. Yeah. He eventually is going to obviously get a, one of the 32. And last year, I think they may have lost him during the off season, but I think he stuck around because he likes what's happening there. Dayball is a guy that everybody kind of gravitates for. He's a galvanizer. Big guy will get to the defense. If you missed it earlier today, Isaiah Simmons for a seventh rounder. Wink Martindale is going to have so much fun. Nobody blitzed by a long shot more than this Giants team. I think that was out of weakness up front. I think the team's better up front this year. They won't have to blitz as much, although Wink does. Let's put the defense over here. Big guy, we now come back to you. Original part of the show. You were about to dig into the offense. What do you like? I think they're good. And <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so the the thing about the Giant, Giants offense last year is despite not having the ponies to run the race, they were innovative, they were inspiring, and they were they were constantly evolving. Like, it was a very creative offense that you didn't know what you were getting week to week from them. And I think that was one of the biggest things, was that they kept a lot of teams on their heels, and they couldn't figure out how they were going to approach stopping this offense. Obviously, Daniel Jones's legs make a difference. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, while you and I aren't big running back guys, Patrick, he is vital to this offensive success with his ability to catch the ball and make big yes. plays and pick up big chunks. But I think a lot of that was out of necessity a year ago. When you look at what they did with the receivers, they had Darius Slayton who missed some time, uh, Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins. Those were your three leading receivers. Isaiah Hodgins was picked up off the scrap heap. He played eight games. He had the third most receiving yards on the team a season ago. Uh, the offensive line last year was okay. Um, Neil on the right side, looking more like a guard than a tackle, which could be an issue, but I think the way they scheme things up, the, the O line can be average and they can still be an offense that moves the ball up and down the field. The hardest thing about the giants a year ago was not just that they, did they win a bunch of really close one score games, but when it came time for the true tests to play the elite of the elites, right? The teams that were, were really good last year, you got Dallas, you got Philly, you got Detroit, they couldn't hang. They just, they were not in the same ballpark. And I think they made moves this past off season to get them to that next level where I don't know if they're there yet, but that gap has definitely been closed. Great job. Let's stick with the offense. I just wrote down earlier today, wide receiver. Do they have a true one? I'm not sure, but they've got options. You mentioned Slayton Hodgins, Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard. Yes. ACL. Uh, Wandell Robinson coming off the ACL, but your favorite in Jalen Hyatt cheat code at Tennessee. It could be exciting, but we haven't even discussed Jared. So I'll start with you here. Darren Waller, the Huge. early returns that Jones is enamored with Waller. If Waller is healthy, I don't want to say this team's a Super Bowl team. Okay. I'll just, I'll back up a little bit. If Waller is healthy, this team could be special. I'm sorry. I truly believe that because he is a difference maker. Yeah, I think everyone is searching for the Travis Kelsey effect. I, I think the one thing that the Chiefs have done is they've made that position a viable number one receiver option now. And I know there's been a lot of really good number one tight ends in years past. Tony Gonzalez is probably Kafka the first knows one how to work to with the tight end. Hundred percent. Kafka, that's that's a that's a Chief guy, right? And there. and, and I, I do think you are going to see a lot of similar concepts to what Travis Kelsey does where they will get him the ball in space. And we don't hear that often with the tight end, but I think he has those unique abilities to get open. And again, it, it, it all boils down to the brain trust. And if you trust Daniel Jones to be the trigger man, if that's the case, 
there is not any reasonable mind can say the Giants' weapons this year are night and day compared to last year. We haven't mentioned Saquon Barkley's name yet. So I, I just think there are a lot of more options this year. It's all about how it comes together. The offensive line is a concern. Listen, they were bottom five in pass block, run block, win rate last year. Like, that needs to be better. Because Daniel Jones, under pressure, the metrics drop off dramatically. It's his run game that's going to be, I think, the X factor. But there is not a doubt in my mind that the Giants have more toys in the toy chest this year. It's just about how they use them. Dustin Sweetelson. Uh, you were better year two in your job. A teacher's better year two in their job. A head coach is better year two in their job. A quarterback's better year two in a system. He hadn't. Jones had a consistent system until now, turning it over again with jo- with Dayball. I think Dayball's going to be a superstar. I think Jones is underrated. The numbers were awesome. The interse- interception percentage, like I mentioned, was the best in the NFL. Let's go to Jones last minute here, and then we'll come back, talk defense and gambling implications. I don't know where you were. You were wishy-washy on Daniel Jones, although it was Shermer. It was judge judge is a legit clown. The coach that was coaching, he got himself (laughs) fired in a press conference in the post game. He's a clown. It's there's grownups in the room. Now, where are you on Jones? You know, you and I were on the air when he was drafted and you yelled at me for how much I hated the pick of Daniel Jones. And I think (laughs) at the time, at the time I said, he, he at best is a case Keenum, Ryan Tannehill type quarterback. And I have to say, he's, he's definitely more than that. Like his athleticism is legit. And the problem for Daniel Jones has not been Daniel Jones. As you pointed out, he, he went through Joe judge and Pat Shermer, the donkiest of donks to ever donk in the NFL. <laughs> like it's really tough. You mentioned Ben McAdoo's yeah. name either. And that was pre Daniel <laughs> Jones. Yeah. So it's been a rough stretch for the giants. Look, I think a general, ball. a general betting philosophy Bet on coaches, franchises, and even college programs going from year one to year two. They will make their biggest jumps. So I'm intrigued. Okay, we'll continue. We'll continue. The draft, free agency, defense, and gambling implications this year with the Giants. I think they're undervalued. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Legendary sports better Billy Walters recently sat down with legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger to discuss his new book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. Now, for a limited time, you can get a copy of Billy Walters' new book when you become a VEASAN Pro annual subscriber. Just sign up, become a VEASAN Pro, and use the code BILLY, B-I-L-L-Y. Get an entire year of VEASAN Pro access to our daily best bets, season prep, betting guides, 24-7 video, pro tools, everything. What are you waiting on? Remember to use the promo code Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, vcin.com slash subscribe. You know a grown-ass man is confident when his name is William, and he doesn't say, call me Bill. He's a grown-ass man that's Billy, okay? He's not concerned. <laughs> he, that's what, It's just confidence, and that's Billy Walters if you ever met him, ever talked to him. And I know Jared's listening to the audio book. Yeah. Uh, he's got that. He's got that Louisville twang, even on 1.2. Correct, Jared Smith? Yeah, I, I got through another chapter, actually, on my walk this morning. Um, I got through the chapter of him moving from, I forget the, the name of the town in Kentucky where he was from, to Louisville in his early teen years. And just his high school time kind of uh, really struggled. I mean, he had a really rough childhood. Um, and you know, the upbringing, he, he had a, he had his first kid when he was in high school. 
um, yeah. and had to raise that kid with his child, with his basically teenage bride. Um, and they went and got hitched in Tennessee, but because the, uh, the legal law to get married in Kentucky was 18 and they weren't 18, they drove to Tennessee to get hitched. And so it, it is a very interesting, and again, I'm only three and a half chapters in, I haven't even gotten to the gambling part yet, really. I'm still in the early days, but his story, I didn't know any, I didn't know any of his story, his early childhood story, but it really shows how hardened and willing to risk it all he was. Uh, and I think it kind of baked into his personality there of a very successful gambler based off of that very difficult childhood. Check out the book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, and you get a free copy, vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm still waiting. Jared Smith sitting in here. Sharp Money, great to have him. I'm Patrick Maher. Dustin Sweetelson, I'm waiting for the call from when the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, says, I went through the Vegas, I guess it's the Elvis drive through and got hitched with a chick I met on Tinder last well, week. I was <laughs> so just saying, I, I relate to, the, to Billy Walter's story in the sense that um, – the reason I definitely didn't sleep with girls in high school was because Uh-oh. I was scared I was going to get them pregnant. Not because that's of them the wanted, reason. Not because none of them wanted to speak. Got to it. Me. Understood. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm writing that well. one down in the book. So I, when we do the biography later on in life, Dustin, I'll make sure that's that's highlighted, underlined. <laughs> if that's the story that works for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling. And, th- uh, and it's going in the fiction and, section. And, Let's just leave it. And those that. same girls that wouldn't do that then, they don't reply to my Instagram DMs now. That's most, it's most of my Instagram DMs too these days feel like they go unreplied. So I feel your pain, pal. The regression is, as far as the market, seemingly coming. It's ominous, right? The statistical profile, as we mentioned, with the Giants didn't add up. So we're expecting that 9, 7, and 1 to come back a little bit. 7.5 in the market to make the playoffs over at DraftKings for the Giants. It's plus 160. I, I just, I'm, I'm missing something here. Isaiah Simmons traded to help Wink Martindale. I mentioned Jared, that he blitzed more than anyone in the NFL last year. I don't think that's sustainable. Kayvon Thibodeau, obviously, they helped the defensive front. The draft got A's across the board. Yeah. Uh, Banks, the Maryland cornerback, should step in right away and help him. The center out of Minnesota, we talked about Jalen Hyatt. I Again, you both mentioned Evan Neal. That's another year, second year. I think he gets better. Andrew Thomas, the offensive line, step forward. These are all positives, right? The weapons we were discussing during the break, how electric Wandell Robinson is. If it ACL is better, Sterling Shepard, who's been out, feels like forever with the ACL. They do have talent. I'm going to say this. The NFC, the NFC is weak. That, that's like, if you just look at it as a conference, the NFC is weak and at plus plus one sixty, a team, I'm not expecting them to win the division. It's brutal, but I do expect this to be a wild card team in the giants. Jared. I, I agree. And I think they spent some money in the off season too. Okariki and Robinson, right. You know, and this is a defense that actually finished with the third highest adjusted games lost to injury last year. So if you expect some positive defensive injury regression, again, they went out and spent some money. They just brought in what, some would say is a very interesting, let's say, chessboard piece with Isaiah Simmons. I have no idea where he's going to be uh, deployed, but I can tell you that Wink Martindale's defense is aggressive, and I think that fits his style. The Giants blitz more than any team in the league last year, and they had the fewest missed tackles of any team in the league last year. They're aggressive. They're a good fundamental defense. They might not have the top-tier talent, especially in the secondary, that a lot of really good defenses covet, but I do think Wink Martindale's, let's call it chaos theory, might mask some of that. Now, there's some volatility there, so you would expect positive but also negative results when you do have that kind of a blitzing scheme. But it 
there's definitely an arrow pointed up. I, I think this line, honestly, I, I honestly do think the win total is a well-set number, and I think the schedule matters a little bit. I think the division they play in matters a little bit. Uh, we expect Washington to be better. We think Philly is the best team in the in the conference, obviously the best team in the division. Unsure about Dallas. We could probably argue about how good Dallas is. Maybe that's the the second ladder, you know, the second rung of the ladder. The Giants can overcome that, but... I, I think the line's well set, but I definitely think there's a lot of reasons to be very optimistic about the Giants season. I expected you, Dustin, to be more defensive as far as how this team's being discussed. I don't think, I mean, we can come up with a trio that's better than Dayball, Kafka, and Martindale. There's not going to be many. I, again, I keep on repeating myself with the year two. The roster's better this year. Yeah. So, okay, Nine wins yeah. last year, a lot of it, close games. I get it. Jared brought up a great point trailing at the half. Some of it's going to be luck. There's going to be a reversal regression. We're going to see it with Minnesota as well. Not going to win 13 games, but I think they're better than most believe. Dustin, I expect you to be more defensive for your G men. Yeah. Here's why Um, the issue isn't them. The issue is not the giants. I think the giants improved drastically. I think they made a lot of great moves. I think they're going to be a better football team than they were a year ago. The schedule is brutal. There are a few key spots in this schedule that are going to absolutely test how good this team is and how resilient they are in their ability to bounce back. Opening with Dallas, then going to Arizona, whatever, but it's back-to-back road games. At Arizona, then out west again at the Niners. Short week. Yep. On, on a Thursday. Yeah. Correct. Then, They're probably going to stay in Phoenix They have week. to. They have to. And then they'll host Seattle but then it's back-to-back AFC East opponents, Miami and Buffalo, who everyone expects to both be playoff teams. Washington is never easy. The Jets are improved. They have to come to Vegas. I think the Raiders stink, but it's coming off that Jets game. Who, who knows what you're getting with going to Dallas coming the next week after Vegas. Then they go to Washington. Three straight road games there. It, it is November. an absolutely brutal brutal schedule, and as always, you're closing two of your final three against Philly. Sure, you get to sandwich mm. the Rams in the middle there, but New Orleans is not going to be easy, and Green Bay is a wild card. I think this is an eight to nine win team. That's how it feels to me. It's a well set line, and 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 I think uh, honestly, I, I think the better value is for them to make the playoffs a plus one sixty, and I think because you're getting the plus price. Whereas you can yeah. coin flip a lot of these games, but you're getting a coin flip price to the over. Whereas if the coin comes your direction, you're getting plus 160 on that price. If they win nine games, they're making the playoffs in the NFC. And maybe even eight. What was the final wildcard spot in the NFC last year? Mm, how, many, how many wins was that spot? I would be shocked if it was more than nine. I think nine was probably the ceiling. So you're getting an extra win. You have to win nine games instead of eight for you to win that bet, but you're getting nine plus 160. Eight. Seahawks. Yeah. And the Giants went 9-7-1. Shameful. Shameful, Dustin. Are you on the ropes and playing the okey-doke game no, right now? I, like, letting us punch our – let the let rest of the league punch itself out and then the Giants sneak into the postseason and you can secretly be happy? No. Shameful. No, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I just think the schedule is – like, it did them no schedule. favors. There's back-to-back road games, then home for one. Back-to-back road games, home for two, and one of them is the Jets. Three on the road, and then New England and a bye. Like technically, is, you lose a home game too because that Jets game is not a home game. Yes. it's it's neutral. Yeah, there's no I would advantage. Say it's a neutral, there. none, so, zero. I I just think the schedule is gonna be what does this team in. Again, 
They're going to be better. They're going to play better. They're going to be a lot more fun. I just don't like the way this thing sets up. And last year, you got to remember, the schedule a year ago, they opened with a win over the Titans. No one thought the Titans would be as bad as they were. Then they beat Carolina. No one thought, well, people were iffy on Carolina. People talked themselves into them. Then they got to beat the Bears. They somehow beat the Ravens, which was the big shocker. They beat at Jacksonville. The Packers won in London was big. And then they ran, yes, and that that was a, when I was like, wow, this team actually knows how to close out games. From a betting perspective, I would just bet them week one against the Cowboys. If they lose that game, like I got bet them on the money line. If they lose that game, you might get a seven or a six and a half on the win total in season. To me, that's I how I think division. I would play it. I know it's a brutal, and I like the plus 160 postseason. I yeah. wouldn't even mess with that seven and a half. But I know it's a brutal division. But are you two? Are you both that, all caps, that high on the Cowboys this year? Yes. I understand sacrilege to talk about the Cowboys negatively I'm, on I'm this on network. The, I'm on the fence on Dallas. I just Dude, don't trust Dak long-term. Yeah, I don't trust Dak long-term, but I think the roster is good. I think the Cowboys are going to end up winning the division. I think the roster is really good. It's just a matter of Dak's. They're obviously overvalued in the market, but we're talking about in relation to the Giants. I, I think they're better than the Giants right now. I do. Their most important offensive piece is running the offense in Los Angeles with, <laughs> with Mr. Herbert. Speaking that of the interesting year there. Big miss. I'm sorry. That is going to yeah. be a big miss. Moore is a tremendous offensive play caller. When we come back, Jared's got some thoughts on the Ravens this year. Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Futile effort by the big guy trying to sell us on the snakes during the break. It's football <laughs> season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. I loved them at the beginning of the year. Uh, nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and NFL guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football season. Our experts are going to provide profiles of every team. Just check it out. Trust me, 199 bucks, you're going to get both the guides and everything we offer through the Super Bowl, or you want to give it a try for a month, 19 bucks. That's it. VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Jared Smith. 
Of course, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Quickly let you know, got a packed couple of hours coming up. Josh Applebaum, our buddy, VSIN betting analyst at the top of the hour, 14 minutes. Matt Derry, one of my mentors growing up. He does a great job with the Lions podcast in Detroit. Uh, Sean Green. Good job with the big guy. One of our former co-workers over at Mad Dog Sports Radio is now going to be a host here at VEASAN, and he's going to join us. John Middlecoff does a great job, uh, and he will join talking about what's happening in the Bay with San Francisco. Okay. And by the way, did you guys see this? So we were talking about it a little during the break. You get to a point in life, they call it FU money, (laughs) and you just have money equity where things don't bother you. You could say whatever you want. And then there's age equity. And Jerry Jones is now 80 years old. And when you become, you get into your eighties, you just start throwing caution to the wind. You can say whatever you want, because what are people going to do? Time is limited. We flipped over the hourglass. You understand what I'm saying? So Jerry Jones was asked about defensive end, Sam Williams. Uh, you're, you're asking who the hell is Sam Williams? Well, he's a dude that has a lead foot. So last year, Sam Williams got a speeding ticket because he was going 98 miles an hour. It's not great. This year he got a speeding ticket because he was going 66 miles an hour. Here's what Jerry Jones had to say about his defensive end. This sounds a little hollow, but he's maturing. What was he going? 66 miles an hour. That's 32 miles an hour less than last year. (laughs) 98 to 66. That's an improvement. I mean, he's just out here clowning on reckless driving because he's rich and old. If Dayball came out and said that about one of his players on the, on the giants, he'd be getting crucified by the woke mob right now. Jerry Jones comes out and says it. And I believe Jared said during the break, that's just Jerry Jones. Like that's Jerry being Jerry. That's and really all I could that's say. That's what he it. said about reckless driving. So Jerry Jones, that team, that team is so freaking annoying. It's unbelievable. Now a team that I know that you are in on big guy and I am as well. I think it has an opportunity to become the league's best defense and we'll leave that alone. But the Ravens to me, every level offensively and defensively are good to great. And of course, you've got a happy Lamar Jackson with talent. Ten and a half is the win total. Last year, 10 wins in division. They're plus 235. Make the playoffs. Yes, is minus 170. I'm going to hand this off to Jared because he's got some thoughts. And by the way, healthy Stanley's healthy. Uh, excuse me. That, that is just a team. Zay Flowers, who we talked about potentially popping for rookies and maybe having the most receiving yards. Go ahead and run with your thoughts on the Ravens, Jared. Yeah, well, I think the biggest change is going to be the structure of the offense with Todd Munkin coming in to run it. And we don't necessarily get a lot of looks at the personnel, the actual players uh, in preseason, right? They Maybe starters will play a series or two. I don't think we've seen Lamar Jackson at all other than warming up. I know we haven't seen Odell. Um, but we do get a look at the personnel groupings. And the reason why a lot of coaches do that is because they will – use a lot of the formations that they are planning on using in the regular season. They just won't use the same players because they want to get a look at the backups in those specific personnel groupings. So we can glean a little bit from the formations that teams run in the preseason. And I I credit Warren Sharp did a really good write up on this uh, yesterday. And the biggest difference of any team in the NFL in terms of their preseason personnel was the Ravens going from 10%, 11, or 12, 13 personnel, which is two and three tight ends, to now 60% three wide receiver sets in preseason. And that is fantastic news for Odell. That's fantastic news for Zay Flowers. So 
the moral of the story is the Ravens are going to be a very different looking offense this year. They're going to run a lot more three wide receiver groups, almost five or six times more three wide receiver sets than they ran last year. How that looks? Well, a lot of that depends on how good Lamar Jackson is throwing the football. My guess is they'll run out of that set a lot too, but they also have a very interesting two tight end group. Uh, as Dustin talked about during, I think it was during one of our breaks with Mark Andrews and, and likely the kid they drafted at a coastal. So I, I think there's a lot of interesting, let's say Swiss army knife formations that Munkin can pull out of his hat to try to make this offense a little more dynamic. But I think at the core this year, the one thing we're going to see a lot more from Baltimore, a lot more spread it out wide open three wide receiver sets. Love to see. I think Lamar potentially passes for 4,000 yards this year. Very possible. And his prop right now, 3,500 and a half over at DraftKings. Why are you smiling, big guy? Why are you smiling? I just, I, I love this team. This team makes me like feel warm on the inside. I just, I love everything about them. They're going to be so You know what it is? There's a familiarity. Like while all these teams become petulant and want to move on from head coaches, John Harbaugh, like he scratches his ass in the morning and wins 10 (laughs) games. That's all he's done his whole entire career. So he's going to win. It comes down to luck. There's 31 other teams. I love this team too. Go ahead. I mean, look, Greg, what Greg Roman did with this offense was necessary to establish things for Lamar, right? Because he had experience with Kaepernick. There were not many other NFL coordinators willing to fully accept that their quarterback had had good legs that could go fast and that you should use them to move the ball down the field. Greg Roman did that, but we reached a point where it needed to evolve and it needed to open up more and you needed to trust that your quarterback could do more than that. And Lamar Jackson can do more than that. They've just had a restrictor plate on him for years. Now he's getting the opportunity. Now he has the weapons. Now also he has the contract. I'm telling you that is the biggest motivating factor for me in backing the Ravens. You won't have a situation down the stretch where maybe Lamar will, maybe he won't play because of health. No, no, no. We're going all the way to the wall here. You know, he's going to go fully out and try and justify the contract. You're getting the best of Lamar Jackson. And on top of that, he then also has the elite defense to go with it. I think the defense is going to take another step and that's just going to make them a dominant force in the AFC. Doesn't strike you as a dude that's going to get fat and happy because he got paid strikes. you as a dude that is principled as a good constitution got paid and is going to be hungry. What do you think is better? If I should be fat and miserable, like I am or skinny and happy. Actually, usually it's the opposite. Usually you're you're fat and happy because you're eating all the food you want. You're skinny and miserable because you're like me and you eat tuna salad and cucumbers for lunch every day. Yeah, you're satiated because of all the grub, not because of, you know, Tinder. You know what I'm saying, big guy? <laughs> oh, Ajabo, a Jabo's healthy, always healthy. Yeah, that's like big. Broderick, Washington inside. Like Ajabo only slipped in the draft because I think he ripped his ACL. Achilles. Towards the end of his year, yeah. his career, Achilles. Achilles at Michigan. That's the only reason he yep. slipped. He's going to be at every level. The obviously we've discussed how much Roquan Smith helped Patrick Queen and freed him up. Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams, like every level of this defense. Rocky, I, I know Yassine is. There's a difference of opinion on the cornerback, but I just think he's better than Marcus Peters at this point in his career, who he's replacing. And we'll have to see as far as Marlon Humphreys, but. The injury concerns you, but reports are, Jared, he should be okay. If he for week one is the latest report I saw. Yeah, and I, I think once we start getting into the week-to-week injury routine, it it helps us you know, manually adjust teams up and down because the team that we are talking about today, and this goes for every team, not just the Ravens, every single team, 
the teams that we're talking about now, it's like when you buy that new iPhone and it's got that nice, perfectly sealed, fresh little plastic film on it. And then once you take it off, it starts getting scuffs and scratches like, oh, it doesn't look as pretty anymore. So the injury luck, and that's why I use injury luck as, I don't want to say a big factor in my preseason handicap, but like the Giants that lost a ton of games on defense to injury last year, you expect regression. The Ravens were another one of those teams um, that I think might suffer a little bit there. And they've also got a really tough schedule. And that all that to me, that factors into the win total massive, massive uh, effect here. Um, they finished two and six last year against teams uh, with a winning record, similar to the Giants. They struggled when they managed up in competition. And again, the most challenging schedule in their division. So I, I think those are the re and this is a division in general that I think is usually played in a phone booth every year. It just is a, I think it's a really tough division to handicap, even though I'm really bullish on the Steelers. I think I'm bullish on the Ravens too, if I had to kind of put a marker on it, but I just, the win totals high and there's a lot of changes, especially on offense. So I, I could see growing pains, but I, I do think there's a lot of uh, optimism in Baltimore because of a lot of these changes that I think are going to help in the long term. We're showing nine and a half on our board. That's all because you're going to have to pay $1.70 to go over that. Uh, 10 and a half would be more of a true number, $1.20 to the under. Uh, what Jared says about the schedule is true, is completely true. I, I don't know. It Sometimes you go vibes. The Ravens have good vibes, big guy, this year. There's not going to be any concern, like you said, about whether or not will he or won't he. I just care more about what happens after the postseason for them because you have all these quarterbacks that go shot for shot in the air. Things become different when you don't have that many opportunities because Lamar can control the clock. Also, are we sure about Joe Burrow and his health? Are we sure? Mm. Are we positive? Josh Applebaum is next. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.